You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Barons win! Barons win! Cody Jansen stopped 92 out of 95 shots, including a penalty shot in overtime. Somehow he still only wound up the third star of the game. You like that? Jansen has a heart. Y'all smoked it, crack! Playoffs, baby! Let's go. World Hockey Report, we're here. Round one underway. Oh boy, what a first two days of playoffs. Like, could you have asked for anything better? I I honestly think if you had higher expectations for the first couple of days, you're an idiot. Like, what a start to playoffs. Triple overtime. The Oilers get upset. Florida gets upset by Washington in game one. Colorado lays a whomping on Nashville. We're going to dive all into that on the show today. It's Cody Janeson. Coming to you live on World Hockey Report. We're coming to you live from the Pro Rock Broadcast Studios in beautiful Alberta. You already know what it is. Use the promo code THPN on DraftKings and be sure to subscribe to the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube. Huge shout out to all those guys and all the work they've been doing. They're absolutely grinding right now. So we, we got to show them some love for those live streams because they're absolutely popping off. It's not even funny how big the Hockey Podcast Network's been growing. And uh, yeah, Eric's in the chat. Dylan's in the chat. What's going on, Kaiser? Love the streams. Eric, 235 shots in three games. I'm stunned. 
<laughs> oh man. So Eric's Eric's bringing up the tweet. So he must have missed it because every year that games go to playoffs, I always have to just you know kind of throw it in there, slide it in there that, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a hero. I faced a million shots in my first junior year. I was 16 at the time and just got absolutely pummeled. Um, yeah, and again, we had to play the next day too. Like, it's juniors. They don't give you that time off. You don't get uh, two days rest or anything when you're you know, playing in the jungle. But uh, the old America West Hockey League days, 92 saves my first playoff game. Not a big deal. We don't need to talk about Shesterkin's 79 saves. It's whatever 79 saves he didn't even hit 90 not a big deal shout out eric what's going on oh glenn's in there it's got to be glenn running the 12 ounce sports account how about those pittsburgh penguins baby shame on you for pittsburgh picking the pittsburgh penguins to get swept are you going to do up downs for me live on air john marino and evgeny malkin baby goalie interference baby let's go pens we want the cup i i mean the rangers got screwed my rangers in four pick is absolutely correct and the refs are the ones who screwed me out of this one. Oilers in four, Mike Smith screwed me out of that one. Rags, yeah, that's all on the refs. And we're going to talk with Jimmy Collins, better known as Morning Skate Kid, the absolute hero, the leader of the troops, the captain of Morning Skate. Yeah, we'll talk with him in, uh, let's say, about ooh, 14 minutes time. Quick math, big math guy. Uh, Adam Ermitrout's going to hop on. You guys already know Erm. He's going to hop on at 1240. And Ethan Van Kiss and Country, afternoon host. If you're an Edmonton person, you already know the Van Vols. Double V is going to be coming on here in a couple of minutes to snap it around about the Oilers. Can we talk about those games from last night? Like, Eric, I know you're watching. The Caps beating Florida. Is the Kodak Black curse real? Like, the Caps scored three goals. I, I mean, did they just see Kodak and just be like, oh, man, this guy's buzzing hard. I don't know if he had his own private suite last night or not, but, uh, man, Washington looked all right. Vitek Vanacek, I think that first goal was terrible on him. Like, that's not a goal that should be going in in an NHL game. But all of a sudden, he bounces back from that. Looks pretty damn good. How are you? They put up three on Bob and an empty net or get the, you know, reverse puck line covered. Is Florida frauds? Can we be saying that after game one? Join the conversation, too. If you're watching the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube, 12-Ounce Sports, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Zingo TV, Channel 761. Can can we talk about the Florida Panthers as frauds yet? I, I don't know. I'm interested. Join the conversation. Let me know your thoughts because I've never been high on them. I'm not picking them to win the cup. Never have, never will. But, like... That's the number one seed, and like compared to the number one seed in the West, Colorado, clearly one team is better than the other. Eric says, I honestly missed most of the game with other obligations. I stopped at watching after the Bennett snipe. Thought it was a really weak goal, no screens, nothing. That's what I'm saying, Eric. Like I, I didn't think that was an NHL goal. But again, I'm happy they started Vanacek over Samsonov. Like, when you think about who has at least some potential to be goaltender of your future, it's Vanacek. It ain't Samsonov. I'm telling you this for free Caps fans. I don't care how much you like Russians. He ain't the goalie of the future. Vanacek is. And you get past a decent Florida team that I'm still not convinced is a Stanley Cup contender. I don't care how much trading you do. I don't care how much you you help your back end and stuff. 
if Bobrovsky can't be like, what's the last significant series Bobrovsky beating Washington or uh, Tampa Bay? Is he in that for that one? I, I don't even know. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know why you would have that much faith in Bobrovsky. Maybe Spencer Knight comes in and gets hot. Do you go with Knight in game two? I don't know. Can we talk about Calgary-Dallas for a second as well? Oh, man, we got quotes from Jay Woodcroft as well. Josh Archibald's available. The Calgary Flames put Dallas to sleep. It was impressive, impressive win by the Calgary Flames. Like, just absolutely suffocated, suffocated the Dallas Stars. Classic Daryl Sutter hockey. Um, the Oilers, though, today, we got to talk about this because they, uh, Josh Archibald's going to be coming into the lineup. And we got a little bit of an update. Mike Smith starts as well. But here's Woodcroft's update on Archibald. We're confident in everybody that's at our disposal uh, for tonight. We're excited to, to have Archie jump into our lineup. Now, if he comes out tonight and has a great game, is he available for you to go to Los Angeles, or is that a, a bridge you'll cross? Yeah, no, he's a he's an available player for us going forward. So, so when did that change exactly? Well, the, it's my understanding um, that um, a cardiologist, his cardiologist, um, was able to get a medical exemption uh, for him based on his uh, history of myocarditis. So I'm not a doctor, but uh, that seems like a pretty damn good situation for the Oilers. Not that, you know, many good things come from myocarditis, but again, he gets his medical exemption. He's going to be able to play road games as well. I think it's a boost for the Oilers. Get your comments in right now for the NHL playoffs. You got a thought, you got a hot take, join the conversation. 12-Ounce Sports Hockey Podcast Network as we snap it over to our good friend, Ethan Van Vols Afternoons on Kissing Country. Also, the hype beast for the Edmonton Oil Kings, the in-game host. Ethan, Josh Archibald comes back in the lineup tonight. Do you like it? I'm excited, man. It's another guy to check around the body. And, uh, you know, that guy's been through a lot this entire year and, I think he's more of a calming presence on that back six, right? I, I don't know who he pairs up with, not necessarily, but uh, he's a guy that you know is given 110% every single time he gets to touch the ice for sure. Do you think Oilers fans are over the fact when they wanted to boycott Archibald for being unvaccinated? Do you think that's totally in the back burner now? Oh, man. Let's see if he puts up a couple of goals. I have no idea, man. Uh, obviously, people are going to say what they want to, and they're going to think the way they want to, but that's the beauty of sports. We get back together. People are having what they want, and they're able to make their own decisions. But if we can kind of take our focus off of that and, and go in a win game two here tonight, then, then I don't even think that's going to be a question. Soda Pod's in Cam Talbot with no respect. Hey, we're getting to that Soda Pod. We'll, we'll talk wild goaltenders. We'll talk about those bums down in Minnesota later. Adam Benilla's in the chat. Too soon to call Florida frauds. But Nashville, they gave up five to your Yotes last game of the season and get boat raced in the first game against Colorado. Yikes. How about that goal from Kale McCarr? Oh, my goodness, Adam. That was absolutely nasty. And I'm going to call Florida frauds because I don't think they're going on a cup run. I think they could get bounced by Washington. Eric Crow. 
house. Yeah, that's a boost for the Oilers. Budget, Deneau. I don't know if I'd go that far. Isha and Jeromey are the Capitals. Now the team to bet on. I like that play, Isha, for sure. Ethan, you were at the game on Monday. Obviously, Smitty with a brutal turnover up the middle. Made a great save after the fact, but he really just couldn't regain himself. And, you know, the Kings score on that play. Are you surprised they go back to him for game two? Not at all. No, no. Mikey Smith has been, uh, he's been our number one. It's been a rate. It's been a shaky year. Granted, Koskinen stood on his head when we needed him to, but Mike Smith is definitely the guy who deserves to be in the pipes here tonight. Of course, if, uh, if God forbid we end up getting blown out here this evening, I, I think you have to consider cost when we go back down South, but, uh, ah, man, the entire game in itself, it, it was, it was bonkers because I feel like when you get the crowd that is just so into it and, Right off the first face-off, there was such a defensive breakdown that Mike Smith completely just shut down. I mean, we, there was a lot of players in front of him that maybe weren't ready, maybe a lot nervous, and uh, I'm expecting a completely different outcome here this evening. So you were obviously in the building. What was the atmosphere like in Game 1? I have been to a lot of things. Like I've been to a lot of... Sporting events, a lot of concerts, and I have never experienced something like that before, man. Like it was, it was goosebumps from the moment they stepped on the ice for warm up all the way until puck drop. And uh, the crowd just did not die down from there, from the chants to the singing the anthem to that hype up video, too, man. It was, it was a special thing to be a part of. But um, at the same time, I can understand, you know, there is some still inexperienced guys playoff wise in that room. They get to be in front of a finally full sold out crowd. They know they have basically the world on their shoulders. And um, I think there was a lot of nerves coming into that first game. You could see it from everybody. And uh, that goal from Connor McDavid, I mean, watch his reaction when he celebrates. Like uh, you could just tell that he is just looking to fire up his club, making sure that they can calm things down. But uh, I don't know, Cody, what do you think about, I, I could see like a blowout, this evening like I could see the Oilers putting up a four to one victory tonight oh I'm I'm hammering the Oilers they're putting up a five spot for sure team total over two and a half like easy absolute lock of the season right now probably Connor McDavid over one and a half points like I am all in on the Oilers tonight Ethan I can't even like it's nothing against Jonathan Quick because I you know I, I love Jonathan Quick back in 2012 I was his biggest fan and like the Kings, I love their old school style they played back in the day, but I can't see Johnny Quick doing this for a series, can you? Like, he made some stops that we could probably say we'll look back on at the end of playoffs. Like, that save on Evander Kane, that could be in for save the playoffs. Like, no doubt about it. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I noticed something during the game, too, where it just looked like he was very gassed. Like coming into the third period, he just looked like well, he's thirty six uh, years old. Jeez, he's gonna well, be in a exactly. game next but, I mean, week. Look at uh, look at Mike Smith down the line, though. Like I don't, I don't get that feeling from him whatsoever. Yeah, but Smitty you eats know? healthy. Um, Jonathan Quick just eats pizza all day long. <laughs> look, that's gonna help us for sure. And yeah, you're right. But again. The playoffs are a completely different beast, and I think sometimes forget people forget that, right? Like having a guy like Duncan Keith on our blue line, I think is going to be so important, not even on the ice, but just as a calm demeanor in the locker room too. And um, again, there was some key players on the Oilers that just 
they need to have a better game. Like Ryan Nugent Hopkins, I love the guy. He had kind of a sloppy game. Darnell Nurse, he made some questionable defensive breakdowns. And uh, I think just as a group together, just being able to kind of calm the game down and feed into the crowd and protect a lead. I think that's the biggest thing that the Oilers can do is go out there and get the first goal in the first two to three minutes of the first period, set the tone, and then just keep the pedal to the metal all the way to that final goal because we don't want we don't want an overtime period here tonight. We don't want to go back down to the Kings. Oh, oh man, the, the, the so chat's buzzing there. right now for you, Ethan, right now. Also, City Life Project, say hi to Ked for you. We will all in on the on the Kings. Easy sweep for the Kings? I don't know. Taryn Boot, I see Quick doing better over seven games than Smith. I guess time will tell. Uh, quick should not be the topic of goaltending. Edmonton's goaltending's trash, worse than trash, poop. Cody is so Oilers biased. It's insane. This guy gets it. Well, I mean, what what a chat we've got going and join the conversation right now, especially if you want to roast Edmonton radio superstar, Ethan Van Falls, like put some heat on him. Lay off me for a second. I've never been Oilers biased in my life. Most 100% neutral journalist out there. Uh, But can we talk about that McDavid goal? Like that's nasty. That's what you need from that guy every single night because he can do that. He can do that at will. And the Oilers, I, I hate to say you need more from them, but you need this guy to steal you a game. You need your superstars to take over. Well, I mean, the thing about Connor, we all know, and again, it's pretty surprising being the Edmonton-based radio host to talk about how good the Oilers are. But I've talked about this a lot, and my biggest fear that Connor McDavid is for the future is that he keeps doing, doing these crazy things that we just get so used to it, right? Like I, I would hate for us to ever be complacent on some of the things that he does on the ice, but you're completely right, man. I mean, he's the best in the world. He's proven that time in and time out. But again, the playoffs is a completely different beast. And uh, like it or not, this is a complete and open book for our captain, right? This is something that we haven't seen in, since 2017. I mean, you can take out the, playoff little jaunts that we did for the past couple of years but we're back living it and and I feel like nobody would be more excited than than Connor McDavid to be able to lead his team at least into a couple of series and into a couple of wins to start it all off too for everybody else. Darren says Smith couldn't last 60 minutes you want seven games I didn't say I want seven games. I think the Oilers are going to win it in five. It's over in five, Taryn. He doesn't have to go seven. City Life Project agrees with Taryn, of course. Shocker. If you got a prediction for the game two tonight, Kings Oilers, get it in the chat right now. Ethan, last one for you. Are you a little concerned that Mike Smith has lost 13 of his last 15 playoff starts? Not at all. No. Again, I think that we are How in can you be? right now where we are in a completely different realm tonight. Again, it was just working out the bugs. Believe me, I was nervous the entire day on Monday and I was not even close to anything. You know what I mean? Like I was, I didn't, I hardly worked. Sorry. But uh, yeah, like it was just all Oilers based and I was nervous, so nervous for these guys too. And today I just feel a lot more even on the side. And I have a feeling that that's what Jay Woodcroft is going to be really preaching inside the locker room. It's just, controlling the game, playing their matchup. They're the better team on paper and on the ice. And I think they just need to be able to come out there, again, score a really quick goal into the first, set the tone early, and then just ride that wave all the way back to L.A. 
Ethan. Oh man, I just missed the, the the comment here from City Life Project. Cody, get off restream. Oh, shout out to the City Life Project. I see it now. I the, the chat was buzzing. Shout out for the donation. Appreciate you, City Life. Cody thinks Mike Smith's the top three goalie of all time. Maybe we'll have to use that uh, donation on YouTube to buy Ethan a coffee today when I see him at work. Uh, shout out Beer Sports Whatever <laughs> Podcast. Thanks for the subscription on Twitter, Ethan. Buddy, appreciate you taking the time. We'll talk soon. Goalers, go. Thanks for inviting me. Ethan Van Vals right there, radio superstar on Kiss and Country, also the in-game host for the Edmonton Oil Kings. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk New York Rangers. The Rags lose game one in triple overtime in the Minnesota Wild. Have some goalie drama? Some goalie drama in Minnesota? Shocker. We're back after the break. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Take your game to the next level with Pro Rock Hockey Sticks. Pro Rock is changing the way we buy top-of-the-line twigs. They're lightweight, balanced, and provide the perfect kick point. Whether you're a pro hockey player or a beer league legend, Pro Rock Hockey Sticks are made for you. They're at a price point you can't beat, so check them out today at ProRock.com. Play like a Pro Rock. We do here is go back, 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 back. Playoffs, baby. Day number three of the first round. Best time of year. Huge thanks to Ethan Van Vals for hopping on there. If you got something to say, join the conversation on 12 Ounce Sports Hockey Podcast Network. Don't forget, subscribe on YouTube as well. Oh, Ethan's in there. Everyone loves Ethan. He's the Oilers guy. I'm getting called Oilers bias. Shut up. Stop it. Never been a biased journalist in my life. Soda Pot, in all seriousness, goalie drama is not the issue. 0-6 on the power play is what lost the Wild game one. We'll dive into that in a little bit, Soda Pod. As much as I love seeing your Minnesota Wild lose, we got bigger issues because the Rags got screwed last night. And our boy, Morning Skate Cad, Jimmy Collins, is on the show right now. On a scale of 0 to 10, how much do you hate referees? 
I uh, I haven't been this upset since the Panera and Wilson thing, to be completely honest with you. How many uh, things got broke night. in your house last night after that goal got called off? Not not many things got broke. It was more of just an initial reaction. Was, I can't believe they got that that fucking wrong. Um, so what what came down to the whole thing, and, and like I wouldn't be upset about this if they originally called no goal on the ice. Because, like, that's like a referee's perception. You're trying to understand what's happening. Like, dude, the, the play is so fast, I get it. They call it a good goal, and then you look at the replay, and you see D- Oh, we might have lost him. We might have lost our guy here. We'll have to we'll, – we'll dial him up again. Kevin Mays got fired up and might have uh, been hammering buttons on the phone. Oh, we've we've fully lost him. So uh, I guess we'll get back to him. If you got a thought on that Rangers goal getting called off, though, let us know. Like it it was called a goal on the ice. It did kind of look like you know he was he was pushed in. He didn't make contact with the goalie beforehand. Oh, we got him back. What's going on, Ked? We must have lost you. I'm I'm back, man. I I just I think that was part of the NHL trying. I thought it was the president that cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you look at the at the replay, and, like, people are saying, well, he didn't get pushed. And, like, I don't really think the rule says it needs to be pushed. It just needs to be, like, contact from the outside force outside the crease, right? That's exactly what happened. Like, that's literally what happened. So, not only did they call this a goal, they went and reviewed it. And because of that, it has to be 100% conclusive that, like, that is exactly what happened. Having seen Capo get, like, there's contact made with Capo outside of the crease. So regardless of any stance you have, there's there's no way it can be conclusive that like that is 100% goaltender interference. It blows my mind. And on top of that, on top of that, like I'm pissed about that. Whatever, like that call that they had on Jacob Truba to make that a five-on-three uh, power play for the Pens when he went in and finished his check on Jake Gensel, who, by the way, does not stop talking the entire time he's on the ice. He's a little rat. He'll get what he needs to get. It's just I haven't seen refereeing be that bad in so long. And the thing is, man, and it's not just the Rangers, it's all 30 NHL teams. Whenever they get screwed over, the team that's doing it, that always gets away with it, is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Every single time. Like, it's insane. Am I wrong here? Like, it may be a little bit of an overreaction, but, like, I'm kind of getting sick and tired of, like, the whole, oh, Sidney Crosby do anything for Sidney Crosby thing. Well, I think Sidney Crosby definitely gets the benefit of the doubt. Like, that's that, that's not an unknown fact. I think he takes advantage of it. I think there was a couple extra hacks and whacks on Shesterkin. Like, obviously, Shesterkin was getting pissed off there. Like, you could see him try and grab Russ's stick and chuck it. Like, he was losing his mind. But those guys have, you know, they've been through playoffs so much, they kind of know what they can get away with almost. Doesn't it seem like that? Like the yeah. extra hacks and whacks from Malkin and Crosby, that's like, ah, uh, they're they're kind of just playoff veterans. Yeah, no, I would I would agree with that because Gensel was doing the same thing. I mean, to be honest with you, that first period of Rangers-Penguins game last night, that was one of the best periods I've seen the Rangers play in forever. Like Lafreniere, his first shift, he, he gave out two giant checks. Everybody, they were so physical. And then they, they take a penalty at the end of the first, second period comes around, they get dominated by the Penguins. And then from that point on, it's probably 50-50 more towards Penguins and Rangers. But the Rangers scored with three minutes left. Like, they should have won that game. I don't care. Nobody asked how. They asked how many. Like, you you win. Like, that's all that matters. It just blows my mind, man. City, mind. City Life Project says, what's up, Ked? Miss you, brother. 
Glenn saying, no way conclusive for goalie interference. Ha, ha, ha. You got to be kidding me. I don't know. Like, what's what's your definition? Was there interference on the goaltender? Yes, but was it caused by the Pittsburgh Penguins defenseman? You're damn right it was. That's like what I'm saying. Yes. I don't know. I, I agree with you on that one. The regs did get screwed. So so, so them, them overturning that essentially is the NHL saying, that Capo didn't get touched by Dumoulin and that he just ran the goalie over, which is exactly not what happened. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You've got Glenn fired up in the chat right now. How about the fact you gave up 80 shots and lost? Going to blame it on the refs. How about the fact the New York Rangers player wasn't ejected after he hit Ricard Raquel? Should have been a five-minute major. Please keep feeding me these tears. This is glorious. Glenn's just on one right now as a Pens fan. Like, they're on cloud nine, series over in his mind. There's no way Shesterkin allows four in game number two. I just don't see it happening again. Yeah, kindly Glenn can go suck it. The Rangers are taking this series 100%. And, uh, I mean, I'm not worried. It's just the Pittsburgh Penguins every single time getting the calls every single time against all the other NHL teams. What did you think but, about like, Glenn, DeSmith Glenn leaving the game? When, when, what did you say? What do you think about DeSmith leaving the game with cramps? Is that not the most <laughs> LeBron James move ever to happen in the NHL? Is, is that what actually happened? Because I, I, did that come out that it was cramps? Well, I think that's what they were saying because they were showing him getting hooked up to an IV. So I would have to assume that. Yo, so I was I watching the MSG feed in there. I think they interviewed Longfoot after the game. Oh, see, that's your issue. Watch Sportsnet. Well, well, no, no, no. But this was something interesting. Hank said that on an average game, he'll lose eight to ten pounds just in sweat. Nuts. So when you're playing three periods of hockey, like I, I, I can understand the cramping definitely makes more sense for goalies than other positions, but. Yeah, you're right. Like, Patrice Bergeron had a collapsed lung. He was fine. So. <laughs> oh, man. I, we had that tweet that everyone was pissed off, too, because I said cramp or poop, and people were like, well, that's rude. Like, you don't know what happened to him. Like, oh, my goodness. Shut up, people. Have some fun. Yeah. Uh, Glenn says, no, Cody. I don't think this series is over. I'm not that delusional. Well, you're delusional about goalie interference, so I figured the series being over would be the least of your worries here. Eric Krause says, as a Caps fan, I can agree. I'm sick of the Penguins. And I think there is that sickness of the Penguins because of when, I, I mean, when, like, Crosby came in the league, let's be real, he was a baby. No one could stand him. And so, like, whenever I still see Sidney Crosby, I'm like, oh, man, this guy's a complainer. He's a whiner. Although it's not as bad as when he was a rookie. And then there's just the Malkin effect where, I mean, everyone knows my stance on Russians. We don't need to dive into this. Uh, City Life Project says Jerry left, buddy. It was not Jari that was playing. Uh, watched a WHL game go five overtimes, and the goalie for the Royals lost 21 pounds. That's uh, that's crazy, 21 pounds. Did you hear this story, Ken, about J.S. Shiger playing game? It was one of the Stanley Cup final games against the Devils, and in the first overtime, he left the IV in his arm, the IV needle and bag, because he was that dehydrated? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. What, what a run that guy had. J.S. Shiger with the Ducks. Look it up. It's a crazy story. I think it might have been on Cam and Strick podcast, actually, where he talked about that. Like, I didn't know that it was that serious of a thing, but it just seems wild. Like, it's got to be because it's so hot yeah. in the rink or what? Yeah, I, I and just with all the gear, I, I imagine that's probably something. And another video for you guys to watch, back when Tortorella was the coach, that had been like 2012. 
there was a hit Orpic laid out where he didn't get hit or suspended or whatnot. Tortorella goes to the media and he goes, the same team, what happened with these two whining superstars? And said, and that was that was 10 years ago. This, this is still going on. I, I was going to ask that. That's on the game notes too. Do you think something should have been said post-game about the refs or do you think that's just a distraction and that's just opening up your wallet for Gary? <laughs> I think uh, I think it depends on both teams. If you look back at Torts teams, they were a little tougher blocking a lot of shots. I think this team's more of a talented, but they're just different head coaches. So I think Gallant did what he thought was best for the group. I think in that case, it's just move on. Who cares? And the Rangers, again, they had eight guys that never played in a Stanley Cup game before last night. Well, welcome to the show. You got your highs. You got your lows. You got overtime out of the way. And you've already played two games, and it's, it's you're going into game two. So I think there's a lot of positives to take. They still have the best goal in the world. Uh Interested to see what happens with the Smith, if he was actually injured or cramped, who they're going to be putting in goal uh, for game two. So, I don't know, a lot of question marks. Let's pump the brakes on best goalie in the world. Give me a break. I knew that was coming up. Well, I'll, I'll still give it to Vasilevsky, because somebody's got to beat the guy first. But, I mean, when you look at the, the stuff that Shesterkin did this year, and he, I mean, even last night, the guy's insane. So, okay, He had the best season in the NHL. Best goalie in the world, I can't get down with that one. Best season in the NHL, sure. That's just because Mike Smith had a rough start. Oh, yeah, who called that one? <laughs> hey, I mean, Mike Smith in his last, like, 12 games of the season had, like, a 941. It was your guy on the morning skate he wrote about it, too. He was pumping his tires, stroking them off, and all of a sudden he just goes Bro, and Mike lays Smith an egg. Does this every year. He does this all the time where he plays, like, two really, really good games, and you're like, holy shit, Mike Smith still has it. But you just got to realize at the end of the day, like if you close your eyes and Connor McDavid's lifting a Stanley Cup over his head and they give it to Dreisaitl, Dreisaitl lifts it over his head and then they give it to the goalie, there's no way in your mind Mike Smith is the goalie taking that cup. I mean, more likely than Koskinen. Maybe not Stuart Skinner. But... I know. I think, I think the next guy you bring in besides Lowe's, you guys need a goalie. It's been your issue forever. I mean, it's not me making it. It's not you guys. It's I'm not making any decisions here. I'm just I'm just here to criticize them and you know talk to to fans about it. But again, like the the Oilers, the Oilers issue from afar is goaltending to a certain extent. But you still need, and this is going to sound harsh. It's going to sound terrible. But I want to see more from the superstars. Like I expect a goal a game from them. But I want to see them go off like the Alex Ovechkins have, like the Ryan O'Reilly's have, like the Sidney Crosby's have, you know, Jeff Carter back in the prime. prime. Well, I know you hate Crosby, but let's be real. Those guys, they they single-handedly won games for their teams. Yeah, he was the the best player on the ice last night. Every time he was out there, he had, like, those oh shit moments where, like, he forgot to breathe until he gets off the ice. Like, (laughs) he, he was incredible last night. Yeah, so like I, I kind of want to see McDavid and Drysidel. I want to see one of them do it. Like, is that is that hard? Is that being too harsh on them? I mean, McDavid, <laughs> McDavid went coast to coast last game for, for one goal. I want to see three. I want to <laughs> see a four point night from him. I want to <laughs> see him be a difference maker and steal a game for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, like I, I, mean, I, I, I don't I, think I, that's I think everybody probably. Okay, we're gonna snap. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. it's been fifteen minutes already, Jimmy. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna snap it around the other series quickly. Give me a, a thought on Washington, Florida. Uh, so I actually put a futures take in for Washington. Uh, Could have just sent me the money. Great. I de- 
I, yeah, I doubt it happens, but I mean, championship pedigree, right? They're, they're playing great. Uh, I think I saw somewhere that Wilson got hurt. I'm unsure. I'd like Sam Bennett's comments afterwards saying that they're still very, like, he looked unfazed. He was just like, yeah, it's just one game. And Sam Bennett talked about a playoff performer. Um, yeah. To me, I, I'm still going to take Florida, but I wouldn't be surprised if Washington got out of there. Sam Bennett with the softest goal of the playoffs so far. Just a nice little wrist muffin from the blue line beats Vanacek. Um, also, Eric Krause is saying, Huso's an oiler next season. Book it. I mean, I think you'd like that, especially the way uh, that series has been going. You got a thought on St. Louis, Minnesota? Um, so this is, this is one where when I filled out my bracket, I went with my brain more than my heart. Uh, I think St. Louis is going to take this. I mean, they have, the again, the cup pedigree. They have guys that have been there, done that. They're deep. They hit hard. But I would be so happy if Minnesota went on a run. Like, no! You know that. I love to Stop it. With uh, Kirill the Thrill. Uh, Marcus Foligno, Hartman, like they're they're kind of built for a playoff run too. I just I just think the Blues are going to be too much. Absolute gutless play by Spurgeon, by the way, and the fact that he didn't get suspended is another just reason why the NHL is a joke. How like how much more do you need for like an intent to injure and for five grand for that guy? That's who's what probably I'm saying. Made like you have, you have these hits that get, yeah, you have you have like hits that get games that is completely accidental, and then you have a guy who's like deliberately trying to break another dude's ankle, and like, okay, here's five grand, which probably equates to like maybe ninety dollars for me. Is that not a dirtier play than the Clifford hit from behind? Um, it is. You don't have to think I about think it because we'll if you go and tear someone's ACL with a disgusting cross check, there, that's a lot worse than. Like I, I know this sounds terrible. Then like, what's what's the worst that happens to Ross Colton concussion? Probably the worst thing that can happen yeah. there. Like he wasn't in like a neck breaking situation. So like, obviously head injuries are serious. But like, Spurgeon was trying to I, take I, out I, Buddy's ACL. Yeah, that is, it, it, to me, I think it's kind of both ways. Like Clifford, I mean, that was right in the numbers. That was more of a statement maker. Where I think the other one, I think the other one, why you're thinking that, you know, one's that, a, like, one's a hockey you know, play, one's a WWE play. Yeah, exactly. Like you never see any. Like the last time I remember something similar to that was when everybody thought Cook like uh, took out Carlson's Achilles, which was up for debate. But like it's been a while where you've had like a weird instance like that where it's like, oh, he tried to hurt him this way. SodaPod says NHL's a joke with suspensions and intent. City Life Project. Here we go with the Leafs bias now. Cody's a Canadian bias through and through, my God. I mean, I, I love everyone. Okay, quick. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we got, like, you got 15 seconds for each series. Bruins, Canes. Uh, the Hurricanes are the last team in the NHL I want to play. So, oh, good I, luck to the Bruins. I'd like to see the Bruins win. Like you're going to say the uh, last team you want to see win. Can't stand Kaniacs. Lightning, Leafs. Is this one over in four? No. No, what will happen is Leafs will win three and then the Bulls will win four. I don't know if we've kind of talked Oilers-Kings, but you got a thought? Uh, last time the Kings won a cup, they were the eighth seed. But I, I, McDavid's going to win that, that series for you guys. Avs and Prevs, this one done in three? So I, I thought that this was going to go seven because I, I lived in Nashville for a bit and oh. I got to see a lot of games and like – they're, they're just a gritty team. Like, they're kind of that pain-in-the-ass team to play against, and I thought that they were going to be a little bit better than game one, so I, I think that the Avs are probably going to end that one sooner than seven. That'd be my guess. City Life saying Bolton fives disagree. They're not going to win four straight. Avs and five, I, 
I don't know. I think Avs are going to just crush him. Kale McCarr is the best defenseman in the league, and it's not even close. Uh, Flames and Stars to close it out here, Jimmy. Uh, I have the Flames winning the cup this year. What? So, uh, Calgary. Did you yeah, post Calgary. this bracket or what? Like, we can timestamp this for you, but that's a hot yeah, take. Yeah, yeah, it's on, our, it's on our Instagram and our Twitter. Me and my co-host, Brownie, who said I was lucky that he couldn't figure out how to comment into this thing. Uh, we did. We did our picks. And uh, I think we both actually had Calgary making the final, but he's a Bruins guy, so you know who he picks. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's got them sweeping Carolina, just uh, blinders <laughs> on. Your guys' podcast, it might have been two podcasts ago, three podcasts ago, when you were talking about potential playoff series. I mean, we got to get a statement on this. Like, that's that's got to be up there for worst podcast segment in the history. Like, you had no series correct there. Yeah, you know, that's kind of what happens where – that's the morning skate difference, really. So if you want to listen, you want to listen to some guys who are just trying to, you know, shoot from the hip. But uh, it's uh, it's been a good year for the pod. Um, Hal kind of stepped aside; he's still involved. But we have uh, our guy Brownie, who uh, like he he's always prepared. So he he's been fucking stellar for us. Always prepared. He's got the out. dice out picking playoff series. He's good. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, he's good. Ken, man, this has been a blast. Appreciate you. Everyone go follow you at Morning Skate Ken on Twitter and the Morning Skate as well. Uh, enjoy the regs. Well, I'm sure we'll be talking soon. Yeah, no, absolutely. Open invite to give me a follow unless you're Glenn. Kick rocks, Glenn. We'll end it with that. We're coming back after the commercial break. This is World Hockey Report coming to you live. Adam Irwin Trout's up next. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Take your game to the next level with Pro Rock Hockey Sticks. Pro Rock is changing the way we buy top-of-the-line twigs. They're lightweight, balanced, and provide the perfect kick point. Whether you're a pro hockey player or a beer league legend, Pro Rock Hockey Sticks are made for you. They're at a price point you can't beat, so check them out today at ProRock.com. Play like a Pro Rock.
we do here is go back, 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 back. Day number three of the first round of the NHL playoffs. What's going on? It's Cody Jansen with you on World Hockey Report. Huge thanks to Morning Skate Ken and Ethan Van Vals for hopping on as we bring on the one and only Adam Ehrmantraut joins us now from the great province of Saskatchewan. Erm, Oilers, Kings, game two tonight. What are you watching? Well, I think for Edmonton, you, you have to expect a better start. I mean, they almost fell out a break like 10 seconds into the last game and no matter who you're playing in the playoffs, you can't really spot teams a two-goal lead. Uh, for Edmonton, though, I, I think a lot of guys could be better, namely Leon Dreisaitl and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Both didn't have a, a great game one, so you know I, I'm kind of looking for the, the Dreisaitl line to have a bigger night against the, the Kopitar slash Chanel uh, lines. Am I wrong in saying I want to see McDavid or Dreisaitl win the Oilers a game in this series? Like, is that too harsh on them? I'm not saying that, you know... They're, they're losing them games, but one goal is kind of what I expect out of them. Two points is what I expect out of them. I want to see them go off for a hat trick. I want to see at the end of a game, you look back and you say, the only reason the Oilers won that one was because of Connor McDavid or because of Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, no, that's, that's completely fair. I mean, you, you look at the first game and the Oilers tie 2-2 and McDavid kind of makes a, a not great blind pass on the in the Ozone, and they go, the Kings go back through on two and score, and then, you know, everyone wants to blame Mike Smith for the mistake, but Leon Dreisaitl's got a stick in the air calling for the pass, so even in game one, I thought McDavid was pretty good, but at the same time, they, they made one or two mistakes that, that cost them, and yeah, you go back a couple of years ago, and what was a game six for Sanheim at home, Dreisaitl at five points, and it was pretty much the reason the Oilers won, so yeah, I feel like they have to come out better, and I'm sure one of them one of them will take the bull by its horns. City Life Project says, hey, Adam, Eric says, Huso is going to be the next Oilers starter. I would love to see that. McDavid deserves to be on a team that cares about building a franchise properly. Makes me sick. He's stuck in Edmonton, not even trolling. It's embarrassing how the team's built, in my opinion. I don't know. That's, that might be a little bit of a hot take for right now, but uh, we'll take a wait-and-see approach on that one, City Life, as well. Uh, don't forget, though, you can find the best player tracking information on Quackstats. Follow him on social media. Go check out their website and app today for more. Adam Urban Trout, my guest here. I mean, if the Oilers go down 0-2... Is that when we hit the panic button, or are you still not worried fully until the Kings are one game away? I think probably when the Kings are one game away, L.A. was like, I forget what it was, but they're well over 65 or 70% on the road this year. So they're a much better road team than they were at home. Um, as we, as I said, I think that's probably the best that Jonathan Quick can play, and Edmonton didn't play great, and... You know, they, they can bounce back, whether it's one nothing, 2 nothing, 3 nothing. obviously is a little different, but any of those those games, I, I think that they've they've been able to do well in bouncing back, and also, you look a couple years ago, Washington lost two games at home to Columbus, and then won the next four, so. You don't think Quick can play any better than that? I mean, I thought he was really good. I, if you look at the goals, which which one do you want him to stop? Like, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Like, I mean... It sounds weird. Like, I still think the McDavid goal was stoppable. Like, it was a sick play. It was yeah, an it awesome was. one. But, like, that's still a shot from the slot where, like, you'd expect. He also made a couple of saves where you're like, he's turning back the clock, which, you know, you, you can't play like that every game, I guess. That save on Kane was absolutely 
nasty. Okay, uh, thought on the Flames and Stars game one. Obviously, that's kind of Daryl Sutter hockey, put him to sleep. Uh, it was physical, but it also wasn't the most exciting game. No, and I think that probably plays right into Calgary. You got the the first goal of the game on the power play, and you kind of lock it down after that. You look at Dallas, and it's pretty clear what you have to do. You have to shut down the robertson hints pavelski line, and you got to watch out for Haskinen and, and Klingberg rushing. Obviously, Klingberg got kicked out yesterday, but it's pretty simple to shut down Dallas, and everybody's saying, oh, Jamie Bennett's Sagan can turn back the clock, but like, I don't know what they were going to what they're going to do where it's like, oh, they've really turned back the clock, right? Sagan got hip surgery and had like 20 goals this year. And Ben hasn't played well going back. Maybe the, even the bubble, I didn't think he was great. They still made it, but, and he's doing a lot of extra stuff, but. Turn back yeah, the Calgary clock to the they, bubble where they got lucky. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I don't know what turn back the clock is like just seven years ago. Like that doesn't really make sense, but yeah, I, for Calgary, that kind of plays right into them. It was a pretty boring game to, to watch, but that's how they want to play and how they want to win. City Life Project says Calgary Canucks are going to win the cup. I, I love when they get called that. I think it's funny, but uh, Jacob Markstrom's been huge. Like, imagine if the Oilers had a guy like that between the pipes. Yeah, wouldn't that have been a nice move? Eh? If, if only that was an option, but uh, again, save your money, I guess. That uh, that works out well. I, are the are the Preds done in four here, Erm? I know you're going to Nashville. I know we've both got bias. Can Ingram steal a game or two? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he can. I, I didn't think Nashville was great yesterday. Obviously, Riddick, you'd like him to, to stop a couple of those, but was it a couple of breakaways, two-on-ones? They, they're they far too loose. And McCarr's goal you know, was watching, nasty. Yeah, it was, but I mean, he, he was kind of hit Riddick in the head and Riddick was on the ground. I It was a really nice play by McCarr to get there, but yeah, if you look at Nashville, I mean, Ingram's kind of always played better and like most goalies when they get 35, 46 shots a game and and I don't think Connor's any different, but maybe Colorado turned it off. But I thought Nashville played pretty good. The the second half of that game, obviously, was, was pretty far over, though. It's Cody Jansen, Adam Ermitrout with you, coming to you live from the Pro Rock Broadcast Studios today. The other Western Series, Minnesota-St. Louis. Are you still confident it's going seven after watching game one? Oh, uh, a little less confident for sure. Like, I'm pretty surprised they're not starting... Talbot tonight because and Everson was saying oh flurry he wasn't the direct cause of the goals but he looked shaky and he's moving all over the place and Talbot hasn't lost a regulation game I want to say in like 16 starts or something like that it's like March 1st isn't it yeah so I I think I was pretty surprised by that um St. Louis looked like they went in there with a bit of an attitude and a swagger just to say like we're still here obviously their their power play was was incredible that game especially they had prawn on it but yeah, I think Minnesota, obviously, this goes back to Vegas last year, but Kaprizov didn't have a great six games there, and he didn't have a great game one, so they got to get got to get him going somehow. Okay, let's snap it over to the East here quickly. we got a couple minutes left. Toronto, Tampa Bay, the Leafs look like they could sweep them. In, like, I, I mean, I'm not even kidding right now. Toronto was absolutely on a mission, and Tampa Bay looked like they're ready for an extended summer. Yeah, uh, I think the the best way to put that game in game one is Toronto can't play much better than that, and Tampa can't play much worse than that. So there's the stat too about Vasilevsky in game two or coming off a loss, how he just doesn't lose in the in the playoffs. He's literally perfect. But yeah, I, 
Tampa, they were still playing like it was the the regular season, like it didn't matter to them, and they didn't really turn it on for playoff mode. Their their power play is abysmal. Like you, if they don't get on the the power play that game, it's probably pretty close. So uh, Vasilevsky was bad. Hedman didn't have a great night. Kucherov and Stamkos weren't great. Braden Point was invisible. Like you go down the list, and for all those guys to have a game like that again, I I, I don't see it happening. And then on the, on the Toronto side, it's probably the best playoff game Mitch Marner's ever played too. Quick thoughts. Are the Panthers frauds? I don't know. I think, obviously, I, I think I picked them in like five games or something, but they took three penalties in the first 10 minutes yesterday. And it's not like Washington's this, you know, up and coming team that doesn't know how to play playoff hockey. They they played well yesterday and, you know, they, they know how to win. They've played Florida enough this year. They played them enough last year. They definitely know how to, how to win. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm ready to call Florida frauds yet, but definitely something to, to watch out for, especially if Vanacek plays well like he did in game one. What's going on, Front Row Productions? Lion Makes says, go Avs, go Avalanche. Yeah, I think they might be sweeping that one as well. Boston, Carolina, can Antti Ranta keep it up and win them a series? I think so. I, I think you almost I almost go to the Boston end where it's like, what were they doing in in game one, Pasternak, Marchand, Bergeron, they were they're all pretty bad. I like Taylor Hall was their best player for for a couple minutes there, but Ranta played really well in game one and what's what's the score now in that series? Like twenty two to one throughout the year kind of thing. So it's embarrassing. I thought I thought Carolina was good and I thought some of Boston's stars either look their age or, or look like they don't want to be there. Okay, last one for you, because I think it's going to be the best series of the first round. Rangers, Pens, what a thriller. I love triple overtime. I know you love triple overtime games and long overtime games, too. Like, that's a perfect day, two of the NHL playoffs. Yeah, especially after kind of, I don't want to say getting robbed the first day, but there weren't many great games. Your other one was good, but it's kind of ruined by a mistake. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh Rangers, I I thought Rangers fans were being outrageous when they thought that that Kako disallowed goals. He was pushed in. He, he was pushed in. No, I, I'm not going to disagree with that, but also he wasn't he wasn't stopping anywhere before he was But But you in. said like, he I, made I, contact with the goalie before he was pushed in. I, I think that's where okay, people that was, had that the issue. Much. That was a hot take. That was probably <laughs> That was a little much, I, I think, looking back at it. But also, he was, he was flying pretty good, and he was either breaking his teeth on the post or running into the goalie, so... Regardless of being pushed in, I, I thought that was pretty. I thought it was the right call, and then you go to overtime, and it was pretty back and forth. Louis Domingue and his, his spicy pork. He he actually had a pretty good year. Um, so yeah, it's it's tough for the Rangers, but you look at the big question mark with the Rangers all year. It's oh, these guys don't really defend that well, and they rely on the goalie. And sure enough, you go to the overtime winner. There's two Pittsburgh guys standing in front of the net with no blue jerseys to be found. Crosby had a sick. Game one as well. He was everywhere. Talk about turning back the clock. I don't know. I mean, we'll see if DeSmith can obviously get healthy and figure out a cramping situation. But if they had Jari back and a healthy Jari back, I would be scared. Will's in the chat says, might have been a good goal, but as a Pitt fan, you got to take those calls and de-boo the ones against you. I don't know what that is. I think that's a spelling error on Will. Dash one. Uh, Joshua, hockey's better than school. Yes, that's right, Joshua. Okay, Adam, I got to get out of here. So, uh, Erm, we'll talk to you. Actually, give me a quick score for Oilers-Kings tonight, game two. Uh, 4-1 Edmonton. 
4-1 Edmonton. I say 5-1 Oilers. Hammer, hammer Connor McDavid over a point and a half tonight. Erm, buddy, appreciate you as always. Thanks. Adam Erman Trout right there. Follow him on Twitter at A. Erman Trout. Will Smith, yes, it was boo. Colin Boo, the ones against you. Okay, okay, Will, I got you, I got you. Hey, thanks to everyone who makes this show possible as well. Be sure to check us out tomorrow. Same time, same place, everyone. As always, be kind, be better.